With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Howdy, strangers, and welcome to Ferris. I'm your host, your smiling DM, Hank Hayden, here to bring you the continuing tale of our heroes, such as they are. It's a tale of true terror and true adventure. This is True Crit. All right, everybody, welcome back to the True Crit Podcast. I am your smiling DM, Hank Hayden, and tonight I'm joined by Daniel. Schultz Salazar, the Bard. And Jim. I'll be playing Cash, a fourth-level tiefling fighter specializing in arcane gunslinging. We got the whole thing. I got it. We did it. Fuck, that's a first. (laughs) (laughs) And our illustrious producer, Mason. Mehen, the dragonborn. And before I say my favorite thing, and I'm not going to say it yet, uh, we've got a shout-out. Yes, we have a shout out for Tim over at Tabletop Audio. If you've been listening these past couple episodes, you've heard some of the background music, some of the ambience that we've got in the podcast. That is all thanks to Tim over at Tabletop Audio. Go check out his website. Uh, It's literally just a library of all different types of music and ambient background Stuff for your D and D campaigns, and it's really well done. It is dope. It's I super dope. It. Um, I love everything that I listen to, and I have like a huge library set up. So go check him out. Maybe give him some money on Patreon, or consider donating to him because he's a great guy. Um, and that is it. Is how, do, how do people get there? Go get just there? look up tabletopaudio.com. Is this where we say thanks, Tim? Please don't sue us. Thank you, Tim. Please don't sue us. You, we love you, Tim. We love you, Tim. Well done. Thank, Thank you. you so much. In a platonic way. In a you're, very you're platonic. Very well, maybe fellow. a little not platonic, but whatever. Yeah. Well, you've talked to him, so maybe he has yeah, a pretty maybe voice. Maybe just a little. <laughs> maybe it's a little. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, also fan art. Thank you for the fan art, Hannah. Shout out, Hannah. Yes. Yes. We love fan art. Please H-M make fan Jones. art. We love you. We appreciate it. All right. And that's all I got for you. Massive shout out to H.M. Jones and the fan art. I was very impressed. Uh, pretty much spot on what we were going for uh, in the scene where Mahen is running naked through the Noonshade Saloon. It's, it was wonderful. It's wonderful. All right. And oh, now I get to say. we were there. <laughs> now I get to say my favorite thing. Last time on D&D. Uh, you guys woke up the lizard man in the cave that you rescued and learned his name is Basque, and he is actually the mate of the other lizard folk that you met. Uh, and she had been heading for the Clutch, which is where their lizard folk tribe lives, out in the Sea of Dunes uh, down south. Uh, then you variously fell asleep and or did some uh, nap time, <laughs> and... Uh, you went into the Dreamlands and met with these two bearded priests named Kanash and Galagar, who inducted you guys into the Trial of the Way. And uh, along the way, you met a beggar man who you dubbed Bub. Uh, and together, you all approached this fountain of beautiful treasures. And after a brief yet shocking battle, 
(laughs) (laughs) Shocking. Uh, With a snake guardian of those treasures, you gave Bob some water from the fountain and chose some treasures as your reward for the trial, uh, returning the worthiest to the priests. Uh, You returned to them when you found that Bob had disappeared. Couldn't find him anywhere. Uh, Kanash and Galagar were satisfied with your performance and agreed to open the door into the deeper dreaming when you chose to return. But for now, you awake, and uh, you guys are going to return the now-orphaned Claude children to their anti-sol in Riverbed and regroup after your scrap with these gnolls and their elf visitor. So that is where we'll start, is you guys wake up. It's the morning after this big old fight, and you guys are in this smelly knoll cave with the trash pile and these kids snoring next to the fire that you guys had going last night. Uh, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Says Schultz to no one in particular. <laughs> Oops. You wake up going, good morning. Good morning. Ah! Basque looks over at you and licks his eyeball, and he's like, what did you say? No, nothing. Nothing. I'm fine. I look back all at him, and I lick my right. eyeball. Oh, you, well done. Uh, can I quickly search around me for the the golden snake kindred spirit? For the yes. gold, golden snake statue that I uh, that I pilfered is it near me or in my bag? Or yeah, it's what? in your bag. You look in your bag, and the the Ooh. golden snake is right there. It's a little figurine that you chose as your treasure. And yes, it's an exact carbon copy of the uh, massive snake guardian that you fought. It's just in miniature. It's maybe like I don't know mason jar size. That's dope. Mason, you're in a jar. I'm a jar, I'm a bee, I'm all sorts you're of weird of things, things which is odd. Oh yeah, I have a I have an egg. That's right. Have, I look at my egg. And you have a free guild too. You have a free, yeah, I do. The, the free yeah. The Freemasons. And let's not let's not talk about them. They <laughs> anyway, will come after us. Not to, yeah, please don't. Uh, Freemasons, please don't arrest us or kill us. In, the yes. Uh they're actually only about three blocks away. I was gonna say they're pretty close. That's the other scary thing. Anyway, uh, yes, you look in your pack and you have that iron dragon egg and it glistens slightly in the morning light that's coming into the cave. I am so hyped to be a dad. (laughs) Finally, you have something to aspire to. I I just wake up wrapped in the cloak that I brought back with me. That's right. It's a very uh, (gasps) nice black cloak. Uh, It's like... It's my color. It's not super heavy, but it's also not smoking. And things like it was in the dream. Oh, uh, it just seems like a really nicely tailored cloak, black cloak. Cool. Nice coat. Okay. Well, I, I guess we should we should go then. Should yeah. Out. Are the kids awake? Just get on it. Uh, kids are not awake yet. You guys can wake them up if you want to. I hoist them over. It's like don't my shoulder. Right put right them now. on your shoulders, both of them. So here's don't we have like, a cart? Oh yeah, I throw them in the cart. That's probably well, not you the, throw them in I, the cart. I, I put them on, and then Cash <laughs> says that I'm like, oh yeah, that's probably smarter put them in the cart and I start dragging That's it. That's better. There you go. You have your radio flyer that you rented. Yes. yes. Yeah. I mean, it works <laughs> for kids. <laughs> All right. So they are, they, yeah, they're tucked up and Basque like throws a skin over them or something to keep them warm. Mm. And uh, says, well, we we should go. Yes. Let's. Let us leave this awful place. So you guys uh, go back down through the pass and you reach the town of Riverbed what? again. Wow. Good job us. We walked all the way there with no incidents. Uh, where do you guys want to go first? On the way, did we we didn't pass the caravan where oh, you the kids' parents were there. Caravan and there's like four or five buzzards all over it, uh, and yeah, that's a but lot the of kids are still, still sleeping. Okay, good. Yeah, there's they seem to be sleeping pretty hard. Um, I know they earlier had a lot I of said just terror last night, so they're <laughs> they're going to be out unless you wake them up. 
Right. Earlier yeah. I said we, we shouldn't be robbing the dead. But now that we know they had children, uh, do we want to check the bodies for any family heirlooms yeah. that they might want to have? That's probably Looking good. directly at Schultz, who what? I know Why? out of character may have what? already robbed them. What? No. <laughs> what are you talking <laughs> no about, says Schultz? We don't care. Do <laughs> uh, I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to it. So. so you guys, as you come down through Vagrant's Pass, you guys want to stop off at the wreckage of the caravan? Sure. Yeah. Yes. I'll let them do that, and I'm going to talk to Basque. Okay. And Basque, you see Basque is, like, stepping forward because he's, like, expert scrounger. He's, like, ready, and then you kind of stop him. He goes, yeah. what, uh, what troubles you? I just want to ask you about your clan. Yes. Uh, tell me tell me about the customs. What's what's going on? You, you got a mate, I see. Uh, how do you guys survive out here? She have a sister? She have a sister? <laughs> she not? We have, you are... Uh, not really. You are of a different species. You, yes. Uh, Yes, I have a mate. Uh, my mate and I live in the Clutch, down in the Sea of Dunes. Uh, I would not be this far north by choice. We were abducted by those gnolls who yes. you slew, and I am very grateful. And he licks his eyeball. I lick uh, my eyeball back. <laughs> he, uh, he says that uh, they live out in the Sea of Dunes, very secretive. Uh, the Clutch's location is not something that he's willing to share, you can tell. Uh, he's still... Like, he appreciates what you did, but he's not willing to share that information with you yet. You got to get a little bit more in with Basque to get that out of him. But he tells you that uh, it's where the young are kept before they are hatched and given to their uh, teachers. And then once they're given to their teachers, they're taught all the skills they need to know to survive out in the sands. And some of them choose to leave the clutch and go to, uh, you know, live in settlements and out in the wilds and different places. So the, the clan is really spread all across the Sea of Dunes. There's lizard folk all over. Uh, not so much up here in the, the northern dearth just because... Uh, there's too much other stuff going on, and there's too many people who've kind of moved in and made it their territory. So they like to stay out where the other people can't survive. Mm. He says, my, my people are very resourceful, and we can survive anything. We have survived worse things than having two of our number abducted. But now that, uh, now that my mate is back with the clutch, uh, my people will be far more safe. How many are there of you? Uh, many. Like a number between one and one hundred? One and what? One hundred. How many is a hundred? Never mind. They count one, two, many. Yes. Fair enough. Yes. We are many. We are legion. I I am one. I was going to say. We are many. Anyway, I just wanted to ask. Never mind. You can help if you want to, I suppose. And he, he kind of, like, drops to all fours and, <laughs> and skitters over, and he Ooh. starts, like, sniffing on Whoa. horses. He tears off a chunk, and then he gets, like, into the... He digs out little pieces of the wreckage and starts throwing wood scraps back Man, onto I the like pile. I like this guy. Like, he is, like... Mahen, he's, like, holding pieces of wood up and showing you, and he's like, is this... You want this? No. No. And he throws it on the pile. And he picks up another one. He's like, no, no, no. no. And he, like, he picks up some horse hair that fell off and, like, some skin. Meanwhile, Schultz and I go to the the graves of the parents. To the correct place. Uh, (laughs) And we we unbury 
Yeah, because you guys dug them little graves out. Yeah. Yes. Do you guys want to go back into the graves, or do you want to search the wagon up? I'm going to go back into the graves, because I'm assuming the bodies still have everything on them that we supposedly buried them with. That's Yes, that is correct. They, nothing, nothing has been removed from their personages. And who would ever say otherwise? Exactly. Shifty eyes. It's, yes. I mean, mm. looking for things, you know, like wedding rings or something like that. Yeah, that's probably important. Wedding rings, yes. Can I recall whether or not they were wearing wedding rings when we found them? They were. Okay. So those, the, that's what we're definitely looking for is their wedding rings at the okay. very least. Yeah, they had little silver bands on. So should we uh, roll investigation? Or? Yep. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. That's a 12. Okay. So you, uh, you start to dig up these graves, and you kind of heft the little bodies out. Uh, when you sort of frisk them and look through their things, uh, Mom is wearing a necklace, like a gold chain that's got a uh, feather like trinket on it, hmm. like from a you know charm bracelet or something, uh, but it's uh, carved out of jade, so it's like a green feather Ooh. trinket that she's wearing around her neck. And then uh, Dad has got a little, uh, looks like a music box in his pocket with a bow tied around the top of it. As like a, like a present bow or a yeah. violin bow? Present bow. Yeah. Like present bow, present. cool. Uh, like it was a present he never got to Oh, don't to do that. Children. No. Man, I don't want to play D&D anymore. <laughs> it's so, too sad. We'll, we'll, collect those, we'll collect those things and, and rebury them. And as you finish reburying them, uh, the kids start to wake up. And they're like, oh, what's, uh, what's going oh, on? Oh, nothing. Stop? Time to keep moving. No, oh, nothing. We're just walking by. Just nothing. Like, where are we? And they're, I don't, I don't they're all bleary. I throw a blanket over them or my cloak. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, it's kind of, oh, what, man, what's man going is on? so excited to be a dad. They're <laughs> building up his skills. You oh, my God, here. they're awake. Put a blanket over them. <laughs> yeah, you're going to do great. Learning impress, impressive father skills. Yes. Uh, yeah, shield the kids. Uh, just put the blanket over them. It'll be fine. Just, you know, we're playing hide and seek. Oh, you'll never know who I am. And they're kind of, oh, ha, ha, ha. And uh, they, like, let's, let's go, let's go. they're definitely, like, confused. And by the time they finally get out of the blanket, they, we're around the corner. they don't know where they are. Hopefully okay, we're good. around the corner. Did you guys find anything cool in there? The music box? Oh, what? Uh, and oh. the kids are like, in where? Where, where oh, were no, you? Oh, Where'd we uh, go? Nothing. I was uh, looking for uh, snacks in my mind. bag. Did you find them? Yes, yes. and they're like snacks, breakfast, breakfast. Yeah, I'll give them. Some oh, rations. I gave them two cash. <laughs> Deflect. Uh, here you are, children. Some uh, this is some beef jerky and some tack bread. And they take the rations from you and they eat them. Well, they're like, "Ow, these hurt my jaw." <laughs> 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 these little soft halfling kids. It takes some chewing. You do have teeth, don't you? Like, yeah, but we might not after we're done with these. <laughs> <laughs> they chew. You hear like a tooth snap and saying, "Oh, oh, this is this is not going so great for us." Well, we'll get you to your auntie Saul and Shilda. All right, she'll get you some. Goods, she'll get you some, some waffles. Uh, take a price I, off I believe that. there were a lot of waffles left. Blueberry waffles, if I, if I recall <laughs> correctly. Mm, blueberry waffles. Uh, uh, so 
It takes you guys uh, about half a day. It's like midday, and you make it back into Riverbed. Uh, everybody is hustling and bustling. They're walking all around, doing all kinds of business on the the promenade of the high street. Uh, and you guys see that the sled train is still here. Dags is open again. And there's people walking in and out of both the Noonshade and the Willow Saloons, the Painted Willow Saloons. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Where are we going? Well, first we need to go to the sled to drop the kids off to Saul. Okay. Yes, I agree. All right. So you guys approach that sled, and uh, some of the agents come out. They're wearing their yellow silk robes, and they uh, see you guys coming. They're like, oh, hey, strangers, we recognize you from the other day. What's going on? What can we do you for? Uh, we're looking for uh, Mr. Saul. Oh, so you want to deal with the boss right away, right uh, directly? Yes, we have some family matters to attend to. Oh, I see. Well, say no more. I'll go find her. And he goes off to uh, uh, find her. And uh, you guys see a cart. There's not a lot of, uh, you know, it's all foot traffic here on the promenade. You see a cart with a donkey tied up to it, and this donkey looks like impossibly old, uh, starts coming by you guys and sitting on the cart, uh, kind of steering the the donkey around. Uh, you see Barrows. <gasps> Barrows! And uh, he is wearing this just really ugly torn up top hat, and he kind of tips it at you. He says, ah, good day, gentlemen. Barrows! How are you? Very good. How are you? Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Uh, business is keeping me mighty busy as usual. Uh, I'm on my way out into the, into the desert sands. Uh, I've got a bit of a job out there. Uh, how have you been? Well, clearly, right. we, we've survived. We're in this crazy dimension thing that you're like sleeping, but you're awake. It's it, Never mind. It's a long story. Is that, is that right? I think I took some sleepy powder. It was kind of cool. I think, he's, is your friend all right? Uh, he's, he's he's like, little, he just pulls you aside, Charles. He's like, is he, is he all right? He's a, li- he's a little off his I know he took some knocks to the head back in the hole, but... I, I'm not sure if he's always been 100% there, if I'm being honest. Oh, but right, I think right. I think he's fine for now. Well, fair You know, relatively uh, speaking. It was good to see you a lot. I'm, yeah. I'll be off on my business. Uh, have a great uh, rest of your day. Yes. Where where uh, are you going? Is that is that confidential classified information? Oh no, I'm off to Vagrant's Pass. There's a couple of unfortunate wee ones that uh, biffed it the other day, so I'm off. Uh, uh, steady there, friend. Oh, uh, we might you might not want to go that direction. Oh, why is that? I think your job might have already been taken. Oh, by who? Uh, I'm the only great digger here in town. Uh, no, nobody I know. Just you know. It, it what might was have your intentions with the wee ones who may have, did you say, biffed it? Well, yeah, I've got a contract to go out in there and uh, bring them back and bury them here in town. Ah, well, you'll find two clearly marked graves if you wish to unbury them there and bring them back here. Oh, that's a professional courtesy. I won't ask you how you know that, but uh, I'll be out <laughs> there. And, it was uh, not us. I buried them. All right. Not, like I said, not asking questions. It's fine. Uh, but I'm going to bury him here in town. And he, he points back over his shoulder. And you see there's a, a large graveyard on the edge of town with just lots of makeshift headstones and some, like, simple just twig crosses and things uh, that, down by the riverbed. That'll be nice. The, the, the children will be able to the, visit them. Oh, the children didn't biff it. 
No, the children did not biff it, as you say. Oh, well, now you tell me. And he uh, go, he like <laughs> reaches back into the cart and he lifts up little small coffins Aww. and he like throws them into the street and he's like, oh, well, they need these. And he just chucks them. <laughs> Oh, all right. And somebody's like, "Hey, I'm walking here." And he's like, "Oh, sorry, sorry." Uh, well, where where are the kids go. right now? Where did we Where did we stash them? They're in they the car. Not yeah, the next kids to are in the wagon right behind you, watching him do this. Like, <laughs> what's he talking about? No, the, uh, we made. I made sure the children are, are nowhere near us. They're they're yeah. with the they're with the robed <laughs> attendant waiting for Auntie Saul. Oh, there you go. All right, so he he bids you all adieu, and he hopes to see you uh, very soon under. Uh, Amenable circumstances and uh, good day. All right. So long, girls. Awful hat at you, and he just ha! And the wagon keeps rolling along very slow. Good to see that guy. And uh, the attendant comes back with uh, Auntie Saul, and Saul Saul Nabbit comes out and uh, says, Oh, you done it. You brought the kids back. Um, I've got them back here in the in the train, and we'll make sure that they're well taken care of. Uh, they, thank you very kindly. They still don't know what happened to their parents, but we were able to retrieve these family heirlooms, and we give her the the rings, the necklace. Uh, what else was it? The oh, the, music the, oh, box. the little the little box. She says this is this is much more than I asked you to do. No, it's the proper thing to do. I I can't thank you enough for that. I'll make sure that the kids grow up knowing what happened, but I'll tell them when the time's right, and I'll make sure they get these. Well, apparently Barrows is out to retrieve the bodies and bury them here in town. Yeah, I I paid him to do that, and I I hope he does a good job, and I'll make sure they... Well, he'll certainly do a job. I'll make sure that they visit before before we leave. I'll let them know at the right moment, but... Not to be indelicate, but speaking of payment... Uh, we did dispatch the uh, scourge. Did we bring its uh, body yes, and I or head? Yes, I pulled the head out us? of like, look! And she goes, oh! Because <laughs> the head's like the size of her. <laughs> yes, he's a big bastard. But we took him. And their leader as well. Yes. Do you know about uh, an elf woman, part she, of the Empire? She says, I heard of elves, and uh, I have heard that they work for the Empire. But uh, can't say I know too much about them, except they're all kinds of shady business and dark magic. Shady isn't quite the word I would no. use. <laughs> well, she was apparently not, leading uh, the gnolls. Yes. Oh, I, that and can't be feeding them business. with something that caused them to mutate into... Bigger gnolls. Yes, large wolf-like creatures. And that, like I believe, guy. is... Yes, huh. that. Capable of tearing a horse in half. And she's just like, kind of like poking at the head. And she's like, well, uh, you certainly dispatch this one anymore like him? Not anymore. Not anymore, that's not. <laughs> well, good. Well, then we can keep to our schedule and hopefully come back with a fresh supply run of, uh, you know, all the essentials for down here. We're bringing in water and all kinds of goods from the Uranod so that these folks can keep living out here in the dearth, uh, away from all the guild and empire and whatever the hell else is going on. Mm. So, yes. uh, but I, you're right, too right. Uh, I have your payment right here, and she kind of waves the attendant over, and he produces three pouches of gold, and he gives you each one. Uh, and she says, she says oh. two fifty. Uh, like I said, and uh, for. Being so good to my kin here and doing right by them, uh, 
I'll go ahead and I'll give you a little bit more. And she, she waves and he like opens up his other pocket and pulls out smaller pouches <laughs> hey kid, and hands you each. You want to, you want to uh, take some gold? <laughs> so you guys each get uh 350 gold. Wow. Nice. That would buy a lot of ammunition if there was any for sale. In this <laughs> That's right. Gee, it's almost like we should go s- steal it from somewhere else. Mm. She says, you folks need anything? Uh, you let me know, and I'll make sure you're taken care of. Uh, before she walks off, I'm going to pull the the wand that the elf lady uh, had with her that I pilfered off of her dead corpse yeah. uh, out of my satchel, and I'm just going to show it to her and say, as a merchant, do you have any idea what this is or its value? Uh, she looks at it, and she's, uh, it's kind of like, well, it looks like it's made out of silver, and I might hazard to say pure silver. Uh, mm. Might be worth something. You looking to sell it? Uh, no. Now that I know it's pure silver, it's probably better for fighting off all manner of, of worse beasties than her. Hmm. Uh, this is valuable stuff. You're the superstitious kind. I wouldn't say superstitious. When I get the right materials, I can melt that down and make some nice bullets. We'll, we'll discuss it. I like, I like the things that I pick up. And she says, well, uh, if you're into all that superstitious hoodoo, you might want to talk to my brother. And she spits. Dang. <laughs> Ding. Dan. Dang. Dag. 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 Nabbit. I can't remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> she says, yeah, uh, we... Uh, that joke got old early when we were young. <laughs> we don't we don't get along too good, my brother and I. But uh, you could talk to him about it. I'm sure he'd know some kind of story or curses or hoodoo that goes along with it. He's told a lot well, of good stories so far. We do have some business we need to discuss with him over coffee. What we are? Wait, we, we did, already we, we already did, did that. Coffee. And she kind of waves. She's like, "Well, the less I hear about it, the better. I don't need him messing with me and yes, mine over please, here. Please go uh, uh, go about your business. I will if I can do anything for you that's in the realm of uh, you know reality. Then you let me know. And she kind of rolls her eyes and looks at your oh, one more time, and then she walks okay, away. Okay, boomer. <laughs> I'm actually going to ask Saul. Um, so we have a. We have some work we need to do that could be dangerous. Uh, I know when I worked in my previous incarnation, we sometimes carried uh, medicinal uh, potions and and elixirs and such with us to to help with rapid healing. You wouldn't happen to have any sort of things like that, would you? I got some bombs and poultices if you want them. Bombs. Oh, bombs. Oh, yes, sorry. with an L. Bomb. No, I, I Bomb kaboom. Not, uh, I guess those heal uh, life those by are, making it dead. Yeah, those are not medicinal at all. She tells you that. She's got some uh, poultices and potions if you want to buy them. Um, yes, possibly. I mean, if you want to take a look while I know Mahen was interested in going back to look at that. Yes, I made a grave mistake not getting that sword. I'm coming back for it. Oh, well, maybe we'll stop by later. Apparently we do need to talk to your brother. She says, all right, well, good luck. Uh, if you can get anything but nonsense out of him, more power to you. And she kind of waves you off, and goes she to goes back kids. to the train. Bef- and, before right. she You see leaves. the kids are off at, like, the head of the train, and they're dancing, skipping around. Okay, good. Bef- before she walks away, I'm like, I don't really want this. And I toss it at her, and I start walking. And she, like, sidesteps it and lets it <laughs> fall on the ground. It almost hits uh, some guy, and he turns around, and he's like, hey, I'm walking here. And you see it's the half-naked guy from the hotel. Yeah, I look yeah. at him, I'm like... And, and you also guys make awkward eye contact, and he's just like... So you guys walk over to Dag's, and uh, there's an ogre bouncer. He kind of waves you guys in. He points at the sign that says, uh, no weapons, no magic, no trouble. And uh, 
He waves you guys. He says, you guys are cool. Uh, Dag oh, says, thank you. Dag uh, says, I can let you in if, if you are, are interested. And I'll, I'll go, I'll go up to the... My, uh, in my, bond, or my, my ideals uh, part of my character sheet that I'm cool. You guys are cool. I'm cool now. He says that to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up. And he waves you guys into the pavilion. I'll, I'll a... go up to the barista. All right. Yes, I'm here for black coffee. She says, uh, all right. Well, uh, she looks over at the stairs, and there's two ogres over there, and she, like, gives them a sign, and they look at the three of you and kind of nod to you, like they'll let you up the stairs. Okay. If you're interested. Yeah, it's okay. Schultz is cool. Schultz leans over to the barista and says, no cream this time. And I was looks just over about to be like, gives him a look. do you mean cream? Ha, ha, ha. All right, so you, you guys you go can be sugar. It's okay. Up to the second Sugar's step? Still up to the second uh, <laughs> yes. story? Yes. Yes. Only the story. second step of the stair, and then yes. you stop. Yes, and then you stop. So you guys go upstairs at Dags, and you see all the spell components and magic items. There's uh, wands and books, and you see the sword in the case, and uh, Dag comes out from his uh, room behind the counter there. And Oh, that's right. Uh, it was that wooden sword, wasn't it? Yeah. Says, ah, well, welcome back. You're all in one piece. I heard you did a job for my sister. Yes. We did. How'd it go? Well, all things considering, not too bad. I think probably as good as it could have. We brought minus. back some of your kin. Oh, did you? Your niece and nephew. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Their parents were dead. Oh, well, that's all right then, I suppose. Uh, I'm glad they made it out in one piece, the... Cloud family are a, a bit of oddballs in the family. They're all too straight-laced for me. But uh, it's good to hear that my kin's alive still. I'm, I'm glad they're still kicking. Ten fingers and ten toes. Uh, did we ever check to make sure they I called didn't the fingers count, and toes? but there was no obvious bleeding. So. They're still breathing, so well, that's, yeah. that's all that really matters. That's really all that matters, I suppose. They may be minus a tooth or two, but... Well, well done anyway. Ah. Uh, what can I do you for? You guys get the idea that he doesn't give a shit about these kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I really want to keep talking about the children. <laughs> as, as, most un- as most uncles do. True. True. Hey, look, I got an egg. That's pretty cool, right? Where did you get that? That's how you, that's how you lead the conversation? Yeah. You, do you show him the egg? Yeah. He's, his eyes, like, pop out of his head, and they immediately, like, as much as he did not want to talk about those kids, he does want to look at this I'm egg. I'm tempted to one-up like, you with the they, snake, they but they I won't. Pop, they pop out or, of or his head, and that you're like, cool. oh, my God, <laughs> what is, let, can I see it? No. Oh, uh, you can't just do that to me. Yes, I can. It's, uh, you remember but, how we talked about uh, that sword? Well, yes. I'll let you look at this. I'll let you look at the egg if you let me take that sword. Well, I'll let you look at the sword, and I'll look at the egg, and then we can give them back to each other. Or you can give me the sword. Or you can buy the sword, like a normal customer. My hand, my hand, relax. You can't just come up in here in my home and, and demand things. What do you think this I'm not, is? I'm, I'm bartering. That's, that's what you do, right? Now, if you wanted to barter away that egg, I would give you much more than the sword for it. But I'll... I, How about that raven <laughs> but statue? But all I want is the sword. But I want the egg... Uh, what about the raven statue? <laughs> oh yeah, the raven statue, which don't we don't know. know what it is. What it is. Um, I don't well, know how I'd feel giving you the dragon egg. It's not that I don't like your dag. It's just this is my kin. Now I understand. I understand about that. Is a very. It's a very precious commodity. A very uh, somewhat of a rarity. So I understand. But uh, 
Did you happen to uh, procure anything else for me while you were out there? Uh, Something that you might want to trade? Schultz pulls out the silver wand just to see his reaction. And he sees it, and he's kind of like, oh, may I? Then he hands it over. And he kind of waves it a little bit, and there's like this thin trail of black smoke when he waves it. And he's like, hmm, very interesting. I forgot. Was I able to attune to it? Slash, did it have any inherent magic? Yeah. It's uh, a wand of the war mage. That's plus right. One. Plus one. Uh, but additionally, since it's an elven wand, it also uh, reduces, uh, or no, I guess it would, it would reduce the resistance that other people have to your spells, they would make that at, at a minus one when they're trying to save against your spells. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I guess mechanically, it would also increase your spell save DC by one. There we go. So That's yeah. what it is. Either either one. Gotcha. It's six of one, half gotcha. a dozen the other one. Uh, but yeah, he, he says it's very interesting. Uh, he doesn't have one quite like it. Mm. Uh, he would be interested in buying that as well. But that's not what he meant. He wonders, he says, uh, have you thought about the supply depot job that I put before oh. you? Oh, we're, we're going to do that. See, that's why I'm here to get the sword now. As like, a, as like a forward payment sort of thing where you give me the sword now and we can maybe make a deal about my cut at the depot. You want to lease to own a precious cultural heirloom. Oh, no. my establishment? Don't act Here like you don't like that idea, Dan. Mahen, you, totally like you are a terrible bargain. I'm intrigued. Uh, roll a persuasion. Schultz, the guy who gratuitously overspends on everything, says, Mahen, you are a terrible bargainer. That is a 21. A 21. He says, well, if it gets the job no, 22, done... sorry. If it gets the job done faster, I suppose I could take a down payment now. How much do you want for the sword? I want 500 for the sword. Five... Good lord! You want 500 for a sword and a raven statue? That I do. That's super odd pricing. That's actually a very even number, Mahan. Well, shut up. (laughs) That's 500 500 gold pieces, you understand. 500 for the sword, 500 for the raven. How much will the maul get me? I show him the maul. Oh, you show him shatter? Yeah. He says, that. That I would take in trade. Fine. I give him the mall. All right. He, like, tries to grab it, but he's a halfling, and it's really Where would you like me to play? So he kind of, like, he says, oh, yeah. Where would you like me to play? He pins him down on the ground, like in Hercules, (laughs) when Hades throws the thing. Oh, yes. And uh, so uh, he's like, please, just set it on the counter over there. And he points over. And then sets it on a glass counter. (laughs) Yeah, and it breaks through the glass. Oh, I'm so sorry. Shatter finally did its uh, thing. Okay, uh, well, I'll deal with it. Don't touch it. Please just stop. Don't touch it anymore. And he goes over to the case (laughs) where the sword is, and he lifts the sword out. I'm thinking the regional expression for bowl in a china shop is now dragonborn in a halfling emporium. That's right. That's what I'm getting out of this. A little long to say, but yeah, same sentiment. (laughs) So he, actually, actually, we could just shorten it to Mahen anywhere. <laughs> Dag a lot of walks over to me. you carrying the sword, and he hands it to you. And he says, uh, this is the Bracken Marsh blade, and I trust you to uh, do with it what is necessary to complete this and whatever other tasks lie before you. And uh, if it does not serve you well, you come back, and I'll, I'll give you your... Your hammer back if it's a maul. If you say so. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So he hands you the sword, Mahen, and he explains that you can call on the power of the old Bracken Marsh, and the vines will uh, do unto your enemies as they would do unto you. And he hands you the sword. It feels very lightweight. It's definitely made of wood, but super sharp. I I, I do some... And I, I like, slice my finger. Ow, fuck! He's like, I told you, you gotta be careful. And I, I'm like, okay, yeah, this thing's good. And it was I, very wait. fancy, though. I, I just, appreciated just, the show. Just to be sure here, we're letting Mahen swing a sword in a shop designed for halflings. It's a small sword. It's a large store. Too. Okay. Yeah. Fair <laughs> just, a, just checking. I had this very large tent. Really yeah, bad. He, he like on. cuts the support <laughs> and the whole tent collapses <laughs> underneath it. Uh, right. Thank you. No, you're good. So you have the Bracken Marsh blade now. That is a thing that you Dude. own. Uh, and he says, "All right. Well, if you're about to uh, embark on the supply depot job, you may want some additional information." Yes, which please. Which I happen to have in the back room, and he. Kind of like shouts toward his back door, and you see the door that was open behind the counter. You see Kit now yes! walk out through the door. Yes, and he looks at and says, "Oh, I thought I'd never see you again." Hi, Kit. And he runs over Schultz, and he like just grabs you in a hug. Yeah, I hug him back. And it's good uh, to he's see him. like, "Y'all survived. I'm so happy." Uh, and did you guys bring Basque with you? Or is yeah. he still oh, yeah. outside? Okay. Yeah. So he's like, I'm so happy to see. And then he looks at Basque and he's like, oh, no. And he, <laughs> he like dives behind you, man. And uh, he's like, you got you to gotta keep him off me. You gotta, uh, he's, it's all right. He's with us. He's a friend. Are you sure? He, 100% sure. Okay. Yes. Because I've just been chased across the desert by like. 15 of those suckers, and I'm not sure. And Basque looks at him and is like, Uh-oh. Why? What did you do? Uh-oh. I was going to ask the very same thing. I think like, I know well, where Kit I, I mean, I may, I may or may not have uh, commandeered temporarily one of your vehicles and made my way back to town just, just a little. And How do you, you know, just a little make your way back to town? Well, I mean, I made my way fully back to he's town. A, he's a small boy, uh, you know. But I... Uh, uh, I might have made a detour beforehand, and uh, I was I was uh, a little ingracious to your people, and I apologize for it. Basco's, you stole a Basco vehicle. looks at him, and he goes, do you have the vehicle? Kick says, yes. And he says, then we're good. Uh, <laughs> I, will, I will require it, uh, so it is for the best. Well, what what what, uh, what what kind of vehicle are we talking about here? Oh, it's uh, uh, one of them sand skiffs that we found wrecked oh, out by the bones. That's exactly what I thought it would be. Uh, it's a little larger because uh, I thought I might need it for... Uh, <laughs> and he looks very bashful and Dag says, Go on, tell him what you did. <laughs> <laughs> My head is just laughing at that. <laughs> yes, kid. Tell us, what did you do? He says, well, I may or may not have tried to go and uh, You know that means you did. Visit the supply depot. Again? By myself. Again? Again. Yes, again. And uh, how did that go for you, buddy? Well, I'm here, aren't I? I'm alive. I I did not uh, get captured again, which I'm very proud of myself. Last time we got captured by goblins. That's true. But I don't think that Nash's goblins uh, want to knock over that depot. Uh, anytime soon. So what did you find out about the depot? You didn't make them triple the guard, did you? They have. They have almost tripled the guard. Thank you. 
Thank you but so much. But it was much. not my fault. I so did not how have many anything does, to do with it. How many does tripling mean? Three? Please tell me it's three. I saw about 20 guards posted. Wait, 20 isn't divisible by three. And <laughs> I saw this big old bird come swooping out of the sky. And I swear to the gods that it came in and it touched down. And the quartermaster and this real old lady, they came out and they talked with the guy that got off of the bird. And then the bird just walked into the camp with them. And they put it up in the stables for the night. And they were inside of one of the warehouses talking all night. So as, as a formal, former guild uh, officer, what do I know about the whole bird messenger? Uh, you would know that there's like giant vultures and hawks that you sometimes use for missions uh, when you're in the Night Witches. Ah. And that's part of the reason that you're called that is because you guys fly through the night on these giant birds. How about the old uh, lady he referenced? uh, Roll history. Uh, Seven. I probably have no idea who she is. You're like, okay, there's an old lady. I mean, there's guild officers. Guild, the guild itself is like a bunch of rebels. They're the Rebel Alliance and ragtag group of uh, militia, basically. So really nobody wears any insignia. literally be anybody. But it's apparently not the quartermaster of the depot, and that would be, you would know that's the highest officer they should have there. Right. But somebody else had the authority to meet with a night witch. Hmm. So all in all, there's at least 21. Oh, yeah, I'd say at least. And then whatever they got in those warehouses guarding their goods, and you made some allusions to that last time that it was not what I expect it to be, and that had me a little bothered, but... So did you? I act- figured I could at least, you know, try to try to snag the payroll when the tax man. Did came you actually in there. try to break in, or did you just watch from afar and then skedaddle? Well, I I watched for a little while, and then when they started to up their patrols, I decided that it was time for me to get out of there. So I left, and okay. I, here I am. Well, at least you didn't try anything stupid this time. No, so, not this time. Except for stealing the the, the thing from. Oh yeah, the, 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 the stupid part came later. And Bass holds up his hand, and he's like. It is fine. We will probably need it. True. At some point. That's so there are a couple ways we can try to do this through brute force head on, but uh, there's only... No, no, thank you, says Schultz. Yeah, his noodle exactly. Arms. Oh, why not? I've got two swords now. <laughs> <laughs> Roll uh, acrobatic while you're swinging those swords around. Uh, Joke's on you, GM. I have good acrobatics. Do it. <laughs> I swear to God, if you roll a one... That's a 15. Yeah, so okay. you do like the fanciest like sword play and like trim Dag's mustache off the side Just of Just a little teeny bit. You were looking a little scruffy there, I got you. He's like, well, now I'm uneven. And he, he like grabs <laughs> Dag's like, now I've got to go re-wax it and everything. Schultz packs his bag and says, look, I've, or pats his bag and says, look, I've got tools in case we were going to go in via brute force, but I would recommend not making that right. our first... Our first plan of attack, our plan A? The second I uh, way in, and, and probably the smartest one for most of us, <laughs> would be stealth. Fine. Oh, wait, I got it. We split the party. Yes. Oh, yeah, that always turns out well. You know, you do realize we've only known each other for about a week. 
But oh, what a week it's been, Kit says. Kit, you weren't there <laughs> yes. for most Kit, of this. Kit, you weren't even there. But I feel like I was. I feel like I was there in spirit. And Clearly, he's the I power of heart section side. of Captain Planet. Honestly, Kit, you were not. We hadn't thought about you once until we got you and saw you walk hey, into the room. speak for yourself. I you, missed him a little bit. See? He missed a me little a little bit. bit. A little bit, and says Schultz, and gives him an eye. That's a lot of bit. That's, I mean, it counts for something. A little <laughs> yeah, bit is okay. all you can get out of a half. Anyways. Sorry, I don't mean to be rude. Okay. We need so, any stealth. advantage we can get for stealthing in. I myself have yes. an advantage. Yes, you do. That's correct. Uh, is it... Well, if the if there's one of us who's really bad at doing the stealth thing, our large dragon friend over here... I'm literally at disadvantage. Would it be more helpful to lend the cloak to him? Uh, Does it... Does it fit him? Is that something well, I, we can do? Mechanically, it requires attunement. Okay, that, that was my, my subtle question underneath the, the character question. <laughs> the, uh, the DM is giving us no, no cues. So um, that is an option, says Schultz in character. That is a possibility, yes. If, if we want to make it more painless. Especially if we did it under cover of night. Yes. I am a black dragon. Oh, that, that was, so, yes, that was my, so. that was also something I was thinking. However, Mr. Nabbit, uh, the elder Nabbit. <laughs> Nabbit, yes. Nabbit the elder. And Dag just like pushes Kit aside. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any uh, potions or elixirs that uh, might aid us in being stealthier or any objects. Well, now let me see what I got back here behind the counter. And he, he like bobs over and he brings out a little uh, crate. He says, "Ah, oh, well, uh, for the good of the mission, you can have all of these. And he plops them down. And there's three lesser healing potions and two potions of heroism uh, in this little crate. He What's says, a, I've been saving these for a rainy day. You can have them. A rainy day? What do you do on your rainy days? He says, you do not want to know. I don't know. Well, Schultz, I think you might be the best person to hold on to these things. Uh... I mean, yeah, if they're well, free, we might as well take them. Actually, I think we ought to divvy out the healing potions. Well, yeah, one, one for each of us. Yes. Um, I, Kit goes, dibs, and he grabs I smack his hand. Oh, you smack hard. I know. I take the potion. Well, okay, so so far, who's actually He's going like, on well, the job? Well, if that's how you feel, then I suppose I'll just keep these to myself. And he, like, shows you in his cleavage. He's got a little paper. He has over. cleavage? Am I supposed to be interested no, hopefully not in his cleavage. I hope Does not. Does see anything in that? <laughs> oh, good <laughs> grief. Can I roll? Oh, good grief. This is getting I, weird. Can I roll a, uh, like a, like a athletics to like, to, to bully the halfling? No, to take it out of his chest. <laughs> that sounds sleight of handy. Uh, or sleight Yeah, that would be like sleight of hand. With your big dragon hands. <laughs> You're more likely to pluck his head off his shoulders. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What'd you get? Fifteen. Yeah, he got more. <laughs> oh, <darn it. laughs> so, uh, so he you slaps go, your you hand. You go for it, and he slaps your hand, and like it hurts. And he just Rochambeau championed your hand <laughs> out of the way. Like you have a little red 
uh, halfling handprint on your massive claw. And uh, he goes, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> uh-huh. we do this even shares or I don't do this at all. So, oh, it's so, even, so far, yes, it's it's even shares, my friend. Who far, So far, who is going? It's us three and is Basque Bask going? Basque Bask is, Bask is coming, right? I will go. And Kit, obviously. For the good of the clutch, yes. I will go. Obviously, Kit is coming and, and Dag is staying here. My friend Kit. Dag's is like, is, oh, I would go, but my back is just, it's terrible. Oh, I've heard, yeah. the, I've heard the back one before. I don't before. think I do you much good out there. I'm much better at the home front, you know? As far as home shares front. go, the gunpowder, as much gunpowder as we can get, goes to your Uncle Dag. The rest is whatever we take, we keep. So, yeah, we're going to have to discuss hauling everything back, because how much gunpowder are we expecting? is going to have to hold it. And then yeah, how, how big of a skiff? Because And Kit goes, oh, it's a big skiff. Kit, you are a small individual. In real world's term, what are we talking about? Like a U-Haul truck or a pickup? or Yeah, like U-Haul would, okay. be, would be kind of appropriate. If we want okay. to make that good, uh, so I can comparison. sit comfortably in it. The U-Haul of the Sands. <laughs> okay. That's that's actually the motto of the of the lizards that make these skiffs. They're like, actually, these are the U-Haul. How many of the how sands. many full, how many full barrels will it hold? Uh, he says that there should be enough for all six of you and the uh, uh, whatever Five. stuff you find. He's like, no, six. We got We're cutting the lore in on this, aren't we? I oh. was I was thinking about. Is she that. still alive? She didn't die, did she? Oh no, she's no. alive. No. Oh, okay. Where is she? I don't know right now, actually, uh, but I can assume we apparently forgot about Miss Alora. Well, I didn't forget about her. She's probably still at. I don't, I don't know, know if she's, she's at Town Hall, come. but yeah, I mean Brenna's still. We can cross that like, bridge. Come on, this there. is the supply depot job. Of course, she's gonna want to come. The smelly uh, fellas are back at it again, and he's like, Schultz says, for the re- for the record, I never called us the smelly heels. fellas. For the record, I've had a bath. And it's like we were stuck yes, in that knoll cave overnight, which was disgusting. Jovial, come on. We we should cut Alora in on this. She could be yes, useful. We can this. we can go talk to her before we leave. I mean, is there enough health potions for everyone? Because I thought there was only three. there were three there's and then three health potions, and then there's the two heroism potions. I think we should run and get Alora now rather than later, so that she's in on the planning process. I'll I'll go. I'll Mr. Go Mr. Nabbit, do you have an employee you could send to gather Miss Alora for us? And he says, "Yeah, I suppose I could do that. Where is she at?" Uh, last we knew, she was at town hall taking care of her sister who had been. All attacked. right, I'll send. I'll send somebody. And he he calls downstairs and he shouts. And it's the middle of the day still, so everybody's kind of buzzing around down in the store. And uh, he gets one of his uh, many employees to run off and look everywhere for her. An intern. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the intern. A store intern. Jerry. Yeah, Jerry, I got a job for you. <laughs> and Jerry looks up and it's like. <gasps> He's like, put that clipboard down. You're going to go find somebody. And Jerry's like, oh, okay. Puts the clipboard down. Jerry really wants to be an accountant, so he's like sad that he has to be separate. I I feel personally attacked just a little bit. Doing footwork. (laughs) go on. (laughs) Why are you an accountant? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) know that. Uh, uh, Duly noted. Scribbles notes. Uh, Alora shows up about maybe 10 minutes later, and she's like, y'all are alive. What happened out there? We, it's a long story. We, uh, long story short is we slayed the hideous beastie. Good. As Schultz like to say, and I like to say it now too because it's fun. What? Hideous beastie. Hideous beastie? Yeah, I don't know where I picked that up from. I but, suppose, uh, I suppose very fun that to is say. fun. That and is we fun. saved some children and made a new friend. And kids like, you saved children? That's so precious. <laughs> I saved your niece and nephew. 
Mine they're apparently yeah. relatives of yours, yes. They're Claude's. I have lost track <gasps> the of... Claude's, they're like my eight cousins. I, I love this, them. This, this, well, I was going to say, I've kind of lost track of the Navit family tree at this point. Actually, actually even, after this, I think... Dag looks at you and he's like, don't, don't even, even try. try. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're like six cousins now, but the, the, these two are back, so maybe they are back to eight. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. Uh, how's Brenna doing, out of curiosity? She, it, Alora tells you that Brenna's doing a lot better now. Good. She's still really shaken, but uh, there's going to be a funeral for Canto uh, here in a couple days, and that uh, what's left of him? Yeah, what's what's left of him? They're still kind of trying to like autopsy and make sure he doesn't have anything in him before they bury him in town around lots of people. It's nothing that'll burst through a chest, for instance. Yeah, but they're having trouble because there's no real doctor here in town. They'll crawl out of a grave. There's a doctor, but he's not that kind of doctor, and so <laughs> they're having some trouble getting the remains right. like autopsied. Uh, but she says, yeah, my sister is still real shook up, but if you guys took care of whatever thing did that to Canto, then it's much safer out there, and I'm sure that She'll be a little bit more peaceable now. Oh, we fucked it right up. Good. Yeah, what he I'm said. I'm glad to hear it. We took its head, literally. Now, why are we all meeting up in this weird... We state? got a job! A job? Yeah, we're all working people now. It's real boring. <laughs> you got a job in a store? Yes. No, 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 no never no, mind. No, that's not what happened. And Dad goes, no, we are not affiliated with you. This is not part of the brand name. What are you trying to say? You know what? Never mind. I'll <laughs> you, get you, off topic. You remember Kit, yes? Uh, well, yeah, of course. He, he's he been, like, hugging her leg the entire time. And the kid's like, what do you mean? Of course she remembers Somebody me. squirt him with a water bottle, please. <laughs> I can't help he's, you with oh, that. No, oh, bad oh, kid. Bad kid. <laughs> Somebody down. Bad he hides behind the counter and hisses at you guys. <laughs> you see, he took one of the potions, and it's, like, in his teeth. And he's uh, like, spit, spit that out. Spit that out. Drop it. He puts it back in a pouch. Uh, well. He's like, so, now that we're all here... Maybe you'd all like to know a little bit more about what I know. Yes, please. Yes. And he unravels the paper that he has out onto a... There's a big table in the middle of this floor, uh, for, and it's usually for, like, showing off goods and things, but he, like, clears everything off, and Dag shouts at him. Uh, and then he rolls this paper out, and you can see it is a rough charcoal drawing of the Guild Supply Depot. Kit... Shows you the drawing that he made, and it's pretty rough, but uh, he says, I was stationed at a little rocky outcropping down here, and that's where I parked the skiff. They couldn't see me, but I could see up past the southern tower. I saw that they've got a wire fence perimeter, four watchtowers with guards posted in them. Uh, it looks like everybody's on pretty high alert since that night witch fella showed up. He talked with the quartermaster there who came out of his office uh, over by the warehouse, and I saw him open the door to the warehouse. They got all kinds of crates of supplies and everything in there. I'm sure that they got some black powder or something stashed in there, and even if it's not there, they got an armory next to the barracks. That's all I could see, but I saw everybody walk up and into the second warehouse. Now, I didn't see much of what's inside of that one, so it's mostly a mystery to me. As far as I'm aware, Supply Depots is only supposed to have one warehouse. That is correct. This one's only got the one warehouse that I know of, but it's got a second building that looks an awful lot like a warehouse, so maybe this is a really rich Supply Depot. Maybe we should 
knock this over because it'll have you know double the double stuff, double the goods. Did you manage to catch a glimpse of the guy who got off the bird? Oh yeah, I did. What? Can you describe him? Yeah. Uh, well, he looked a lot like you, Cash. Yeah, I was worried about that. So was he carrying a long rifle? He was. Did it look custom? I mean, I don't know that much about rifles. Silver myself. inlay? I didn't. I wasn't that close, and it was nighttime. Is that how you could tell it was someone like him because he couldn't see it very well? Well, black, pitch black skin. I, I feel like I would have seen red skin versus pitch black skin, and he definitely had the pitch black skin. I have a feeling I may know who that is. He's looking for me. Well, is that going to make this more difficult? Is he? I'm assuming he's dangerous if he used to write oh, with you. Oh, there he is. Well, then, that's something we're going to have to deal with. Unfortunately, yes. Uh, Schultz reaches into his pack and pulls out the witch bottle and the one on the string that he plucked off of the elf and says, friendly reminder that we're still packing these. And then, What exactly do back. those do? As far as I know, explode and do bad shit. That's basically right. Good. Do you have to unstopper hmm. them before you throw them, or they just throw shatter? And uh, you know, I really wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just make sure you're facing the right way, and then and chuck it. Yep. Hmm. Well, anyways, we, we could have use those. those to create a distraction. Oh, I was thinking it little, would be quite a distraction. I was say, I'm thinking a little, little less safe than a distraction, if necessary, especially if we're going up against someone. You used to ride with with a very large rifle. That's just I'm just throwing that out there. The, that is an asset we have. Um, if it's who I think is uh, basically, he's a sniper. He's a very very good sniper. Ooh. Well, then what if I threw a bottle and he shot at it? Oh, he'd hit it. Yeah, then that would be bad. But he's not a stupid sniper well, either. Uh, we'll we'll come back to this later in case in case in case it has to happen. So we've got a plan. No, we don't. We don't. We, we have we, an approach. We have we have Vagrant's Pass, which leads out from like the southwestern corner of of the of the depot. And with the skiff, we could get there in about a day. Well, the other option is to come the long way around and try to come in through the back. Don't try to enter through the front. Do they do they evenly space their guards? Uh, Kit, could you get a good look at that? It looked like several of them were on patrol, and each of these towers had about two guards okay. each. So what were they armed with? Uh, looked like crossbows, mostly. Hmm. That's better than it could be. I'm thinking we're going to want to ride up into Vagrant's Pass, camp out there. How far away from the depot is Vagrant's Pass, the exit? To uh, like... Two days walking or okay, never mind. Half a day day riding shouldn't camp out. Then the sand skiff is faster than riding. Exactly. So is is it possible to approach the depot from the back? Yeah. So he shows you on his drawing. It's got these rocky outcroppings out behind it. You guys could uh, come around and try to sneak through these rocks into the back. The skiff won't make it though. But the skiff wouldn't. I mean, we have to ditch somewhere and then just well. If we play our cards right, we could leave someone with the skiff to pilot it in after things had gone a little chaotic and then start loading it and get the heck out of there. A getaway driver? Exactly. Who's the best driver? Uh, Probably. Depends on how they, how they are uh, operated. Well, well, Bask and Kit both know how to operate this That's thing. true. Uh, Schultz turns to Bask and says, Bask, how good are you at, at 
walking into a highly protected depot and pilfering stuff? Would you rather be killing dudes or snatching things or not being anywhere close to it? For the good of the clutch, I will go. I will do this thing. Yeah, but like, what are you good at? You know, I am good at many things. <laughs> All right. So clearly I am an expert scrounger and I am a good sans gift pilot. Good. How strong are you? Probably stronger than the half. Yeah. yeah. I will arm wrestle you now. <laughs> and he like puts his elbow down on the table. I, I don't know what that's going to prove, but it will prove my strength. Schultz walks over and puts his arm down. I still have the, he I still have the minus arm. one. No, <laughs> Are we proving Basque's strength or Schultz's I'm weakness? Doing, I'm, I'm boosting his ego a little bit. You're gonna, you're yeah, gonna, sure. Let's arm okay, muscle. Uh, roll athletics. Okay. What's my? You do realize if you win, uh, I'm going to have very six. little faith in Basque. Six. Yep. He, he got ten, so okay. <laughs> he arm wrestles you. He pins you like in, like, in a second. See, strong man. I am quite strong. Strong lizard. All right, now let's see you. Let's see Basque arm wrestle Kit. No, that's uh, that's enough. We're done arm wrestling for the day. <laughs> yeah, Kit is. You can tell Kit's kind of scared of the lizard man. All right, well, Kit can be our pilot. <laughs> Yeah. You're, so as you're you guys our, are, you're a wheel man. Kid. As you guys are talking about this, uh, you guys start hearing some kerfuffle from downstairs. Oh, not again! Oh, downstairs or outside? No, downstairs. Oh, and uh, you look over the railings and everything. And Dag's like, "Well, now what's going on down there?" And uh, he shouts down, and you see there are uh, all the ogre bouncers are like punching and kicking and fighting with other ogres. Uh. And there are halflings, like, pulling hair and punching with the halfling staff that work here. And there are, like, four guys on their way up the stairs. Uh, do they look like halflings and ogres from around here? Are they just yeah. local yokels? Yeah, but they don't have the Dags Emporium uniforms on. They just got, like, regular clothes on. Mm. Uh, everybody roll initiative. I don't like this. I don't like that roll either. Five. Six. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Couple of sixes today. I totally beat all you guys with a seven. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. They get to go first. Oh I was not no, Maria. That to happen. Uh, uh, welcome yeah. to D&D. Yeah, because your uh, the the goon squad got four, so that's, the goon squad. This is not gonna be good. Okay, all right. So you see these goons? Uh, they dash up the stairs and they run in and they say, "Get it, get it! It's on the table, get it!" And uh, they dash over to the table. Three of these guys, uh, with one standing next to the stairs, he's got a crossbow trained on you guys, uh, and he's gonna shoot. At Dag. Not Dag. And he's gonna hit Dag. No. <laughs> and Dag's unconscious. Oh god. Good lord. We are so, off to a great uh, start. He, okay. So he fires and Dag takes the hit and he's like, Oh, you coming to my store and you and he tries to pull out the bolt and you see him just like his eyes go crossed and he is like, Oh and he falls over well, unconscious. Fuck. Uh and uh you guys can roll insight. Oh, boy. Uh, nine. That's actually better than 12. I thought, though. Ooh. 21. All right. Uh, Cash, you can tell uh, that Dag is, uh, you know, he's 
tough built for a halfling. He's been poisoned. He has been poisoned. This is not, uh, you know, he didn't just get woozy. He didn't lose any blood, really. He got poisoned and it worked that fast. Uh, So he falls down unconscious. And uh, these three come over and they grab uh, Kit's map. Oh, oh off of the table and they like just crumple it and toss it under their arms and they're going to try to dash away from you guys. So all three does of them are holding anybody, it? No, one of them's got it. Okay. Uh, does anybody want to use a reaction to try to uh, attack? Attack. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Duh. So the other two guys pulled there. They're like, did you get it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got it. And they, they start moving back away from you guys uh, and you guys can try to opportunity attack. Uh, Cash, you want to go first? All of us? Because you're first in the Turn order? Yep. Um, so you can hit one of these two guys that has a crossbow or the one guy that's got the map. How close are they to each other? The guy with the map, how close are the other guys next to him? Uh, they're they're like five feet away from each other. Awesome. Uh-oh. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quick draw and shoot with a explosive bullet. Okay. Uh, don't burn up the map. We know what it looks like. I mean, yeah. But I can I, draw I, it from memory at this point. Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure. That is a 18. 18? That's a hit. He takes 16 damage from the bullet, which then explodes for 10 damage for everybody within 10 feet. So you see uh, the guy holding the map uh, takes your bullet and it just like hits him in the shoulder. And then that aura of magic energy, uh, his head gets rammed onto the floor and knocks him unconscious. Uh, So he took 26. Yeah, he starts, like, bleeding out, uh, and the map is still there. So one of the other guys with the crossbow, he gets kind of buffeted by the arcane explosion, but he grabs the map up, and uh, the two of them don't even pay attention to the guy that fell down and is uh, bleeding out, dying now. Uh, They just keep going back toward the stairs. Uh, And then... uh, Schultz, did you want to do an opportunity attack? Uh, sure. I don't suppose I can cast any spells in opportunity attack? I don't believe so. Okay. I then think you can do one attack. I don't okay. even think extra attack and stuff like that procs. I yeah, think I didn't think so. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll unsheath my rapier and take a swing. Okay. But we all know how well that goes, usually. Uh, that's a 14 to hit. That is not a hit. Didn't think so. No. So he is going to run away from you. Okay. Uh, he Like, you swing, and he ducks under it, and he keeps running. Linebacker. Good moves. Uh, Meh, did you want to do a? Yes, I would attack? like to cast Command. Uh, I don't know if you can cast a spell as a opportunity attack. You can't? No, you can do it on your turn, though. Ah, darn it. Okay, well, I'll swing at him then. Okay, go I'll ahead. I'll swing at the one with the map. Swing at the one with the map. Does a 14 hit? A 14 does not hit. That's what I rolled. Well, I'll swing again. A 21. That's a hit. Okay. If it's your offhand, uh, you don't get to add your strength or dex or whatever to the damage roll. Holy crap. Okay. Uh, Six. Six whole damage? Six whole damage. All right. So you uh, swing and you slash this guy's arm. Uh, It cuts through his, like, black tunic that he's wearing, slashes his arm, and he's, ah, and he, but he continues running. Which one is in your offhand? My offhand has the Bracken Schmarch Sword. Oh, does that mean you get to add? Oh, right, you have to spend the thing to do yeah, the poison damage. Oops. I won't do that yet. Yeah, and that's fine. Goes, ah, was that a Bracken Marsh? And he <laughs> continues running. Uh, and then, Cash, it is your turn. What do you want to do? Uh, the guy running, I'm going to shoot him with my second magic bullet of the day. This one is the Grasping Thorns one, I believe. Okay. And that is... 
is 23. 23 is a hit. Okay, and that does, I remember the, uh, he's going to take instant poison damage from this one on top of the bullet, and then he'll be surrounded in thorns and unable to move, unless he wants to take additional damage trying to move. Because, you know, some people want to do that sort of thing. <laughs> I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> it hurts. Ooh, baby, make it hurt so good. These are all musical references for my students that are listening. I mean, assuming we for keep a total in. of twenty-seven damage. For a total of twenty-seven damage, yeah, he does not survive. How do you kill this guy? Uh, the thorns just basically rip him to shreds. Well, no, they they oh. crush him and they poison him, and he just kind of so he gets like wrapped up in this cocoon of black vines, and he like, oh, go on without me, and he tosses the map as these things are like wrapping Ugh. around his arm, and he sure. falls to the ground. That works. And uh, then, Schultz, it is your turn. The last guy's got the map, and there's one more guy with a crossbow trying to cover him at the top okay. of the stairs. Well, I don't want to cast... Wait, what about Kit and Allura? I Kit and Allura are at the end of the round. Oh, they, and Bask. We, they we all got a four for their We all rolled so bad. Okay. Well, <laughs> Everyone I, did not have a good time. This is actually rolling. the only combat I've run in a, a long time that everybody was below ten initiative. So <laughs> this is just so a very well done, chill us. combat. Everyone's very sedate right now, so... Um, well, I don't want to cast Dissonant Whispers because that'll just make him run farther away from us, which is not what we want. I'm with sorry, the did you say Careless Whispers? Uh, uh, no, no, that's not that's not what I said. Um, okay, so I'm going to cast uh, Tasha's Hideous Laughter on okay. the guy running away. Make a Wisdom Save. Ha <laughs> ha. Wisdom save. Wisdom save, please. He got an 18. Damn, Ouch. he passes. Uh, so that's it. He's very serious. I did my bit. He's like, no, nothing. This nothing about this is funny. Schultz throws up his hand so and said, I've spoken my piece. <laughs> I did all I could do. Man, it is your turn. All right, well, now I'm going to cast Command. Please do. do so. On the guy running. Okay. How far away is he at this point? Uh, at this point, he's like 20 feet away from you. I'm going to tell him oh, he to one word. drop. Well, I'll tell him to stop. Stop? Yeah. And so does he get to yourself. try to save? Uh, is that a wisdom? Yes. Wisdom thing? Yes, wisdom. He got a nat 20, so he got oh, 22. Damn. What the... F- and he oh, goes, man. no, you stop, and he keeps running. Damn it. Well, let's hope our party members are... Have I something hope Alora like, just hucks a dagger and it catches him right between the shoulder blades and he Allura, dies. Yeah, Alora's like, what <laughs> the hell a, is going on? If I'd have known we were going to have trouble, I would have brought my gun. And she, like, <laughs> she doesn't know quite what to do, uh, but she's going to try to run over and tackle this guy. Please. That works, too. Just to, I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark as a bonus action, too. Cool. Does that help anybody? That just makes it so I can perceive him or find him with advantage, like if he Ooh. runs away or something. Okay, so if he does get away, you'll at least know where he went to? Yes, I, I can like find that. him. All right. Uh, ooh, ooh, so she hits this guy, and she like just full-on body tackles him, and uh, he tosses the map oh, to not the guy again. standing at the top of the stairs as he goes down. She's like, I got him, I got him. And uh, Kit's like, yeah, and I'll get this guy. And he, Kit Uh-oh. pulls out, uh, pulls the crossbow that the other guy was going to shoot with, pulls it up from the ground, 
and uh, fires it at the guy at the top of the stairs. Come on, Kit, don't let us down. Probably looks like Rambo oh. with the M60. <laughs> he got a he got a nine, which is not enough to hit. Uh, and so the bolt just goes thunk into one of the posts of the pavilion tent, uh, and the guy with a crossbow who's now holding the map is like. <laughs> And Basque uh, just starts Terminator running oh, toward him. Nice. Oh, and boy. he's going to attempt to tackle him as well. T-1000. Uh, yeah, and he got a uh, 24. Hell yeah. Uh, and as part of his grapples, he also gets to do a bite attack, <gasps> uh, which does not hit. But, oh, rats. Uh, so Basque grabs this guy and just, like, holds him, and he goes, I am strong. And he, <laughs> he holds the halfling there. Uh, and uh, oh, it was a halfling who finally got the map. Okay, yeah, yeah they're all are, they're all halflings. Oh, okay. Uh, besides the ogres that are downstairs, uh, and then the the goon who uh, is being held by Alora is gonna grab out a little dirk from his belt, try to stab Alora with it, uh, and she sees it and she like kicks it out of his hand. She like spins him and uh, like knees him in the hand Good. and he drops the knife. Uh, the goon that is being held by Basque uh, is going to just try to shoot him point blank with a crossbow. Uh-oh. Uh, and he does so. Ooh. Basque is going to roll his con- constitution save to see if he goes under and fail. So oh, you guys it. see you guys see him holding up this halfling and he's like, "I am strong. See, I told you." And then this halfling shoots him right in the like the bicep and he goes, "Oh, I am strong and sleepy." And then he, <laughs> he drops the goon and the goon runs down the stairs. Uh, Cash, it's your turn. Can you shoot him? Oh, yeah, I can shoot him at this range. Yep, you could just look down the stairs and try to pop him. Yep, uh, and I'm going to use my action surge to throw a second shot just to be sure because i got no more magic bullets. 25, I'm sure that hits. A 25 does hit. And a 22. A 22 also definitely hits. Okay, and he will take a total of 21 from the first bullet. Okay. That's enough to kill him right there. And 12 from the second. There's no kill like overkill. Hell yeah. Uh, so you just fire two shots. They go straight in his back, and he goes down like a sack of potatoes. Uh, and you see one of the other goons in the melee down there run over and try to grab the map. And oh, goddammit. The map, well, the map is now so, like, <laughs> torn, crumpled, and bloodstained that so. he's like, it's useless. Everybody out. Everybody go. Let's get back. And uh, you see the melee kind of, like, die down, and uh, the ogres and halflings that do get away uh, manage to leave, leaving only uh, the two dead guys, no, three dead guys, and one uh, grappled guy. Uh, and Alora's like, well, what do we do with this one? Punch him We hard. give information. That's uh, b- what bind, I was thinking. Bind him. Bind him. Time like, up. Right. I knows. go and I find a chair. I'm like... Where's the chair, kid? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, chair, chair. And he goes behind the counter. He brings out a chair. I drag it into the middle of the room. Gentlemen, if you don't mind, I've been trained by the guild in certain forms of torture. And I'm looking the guy right in the eyes, doing my uh, glowing <laughs> eyes, yeah, glowing yeah, yeah. eyes, long teeth, deep voice. I've been trained in torture. 
Roll uh, an intimidation roll. Any bonus for using the, uh, the uh, not the thaumaturgy, but the other one. Oh, I don't think I need it. Oh, that is thaumaturgy. Yeah, it's it's one of them. It's my thaumaturgy, or I also have uh, the other one. Plus the digitation. That's right. Yeah, this is thaumaturgy though. Uh, Nineteen. Okay, he also got a nineteen. So you so you do this, and he looks right at you, and he's like, "Do whatever you want to me. I'll never talk." And he spits in your face. Friendly reminder: I have detect thoughts, and if we interrogate him, I can find out what he knows. Um, he spits right in your face, Cash. So, I'm 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 gonna. And you hear you hear him go, and it goes ding when it hits your face. <laughs> And I wipe it off, and I lick my fingers slowly. Then I pick up his hand, take one of his fingers, and bite it off. Oh, oh boy. and he screams, and he's like, oh, I'll never talk. And then I chew it up Ugh. and spit it back in his face. Oh, and now he's got, like, little blood spatter uh, on his huh. face. Yeah. The hand is like, okay, that's pretty fucked up. Your teeth look are brutal. <laughs> And yeah, uh, Kit is like, <laughs> me too, buddy. You me really want to know what's scary? I haven't asked you any questions yet. Yeah, I know. We should probably ask him questions now. So I can ask He's you. He's like, you don't have to ask me anything. I'll never talk. I can you ask you. Oh, it looks like nine more questions. Or you can tell us who sent you. He, he's not talking. I sit him up on the chair. You sit him on the chair. Yeah. You're going to tie him up? Yeah. He's So he is uh, hey, bound buddy. and uh, nine-fingered now. Guess what? Uh, I was a dragon scout. I'm very good with knots. These knots will hold forever. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yeah, they're they're pretty tight, I guess. Uh, Thank be- you. Before anyone asks. I really appreciate that. In the meantime, is anybody looking on uh, Basque? <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, well, Basque is like Basque is like slowly tumbling down the stairs. <laughs> I and it's like slow motion. He's like dang. You know those like icky sticky things that you used to get out of the gumball machine, or and a you slinky like, throw at the window, and they flip. He's doing that, but slowly. He's uh, like down four steps from when he. Yeah, somebody out. needs to check on uh, <laughs> on Dag and Basque. Yeah, I'll, I'll do yeah, that. Mr. Dag is snoring loudly. I'll do that. I'll go grab Basque. Yeah. All right, well, if you're going to ask him any questions, which I'm assuming you're about to do, oh, yes. I want to cast Detect Thoughts first. Okay. All right, I have cast Detect Thoughts, and i got to wait a turn before I can use it again to like really probe into his mind if I feel the need to. Okay. For the moment, I just have a, a, an active feed of what's right at the forefront of his mind whenever, oh. whenever he says anything. I'm going to ask you again, who sent you? And you've cast Detect Thoughts? Yes, I have. Uh, you hear him. Uh, he's like shouting, I'll never talk. I'll never, you right. never take me alive. Uh, and you hear him think, Schultz. You hear him think, uh, Prospera Blake. You're writing that down? I sure am. Prospera he's like, Blake. Blake. Prospera Blake. I'm slapping Basque in the corner. Wake up. He wakes up. He's oh. like, well, what happened? Was I strong? Yes, brother, you are, are very you, strong. Are you going to indicate to me in some way Excellent. that you you know what he's I, saying? I turn to you and I give you a like a, a a look with like a half wink, but I I haven't okay. figured out what like our signal is. So like I do like a few. Weird well, you can stand. Tests. You're like you're like the guy operating the the lie detector. Yes. In, in the the cop movies. Yes. Like, I look at him and he just gives me a nod. The nod. The vigorous nod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why were you sent? Uh, 
to get the map. Yeah, you get uh, you get the thoughts that uh, Prospera wants the map and whatever it leads to. This guy, I I turn and I say this guy really isn't isn't hiding much. Actually, you know what? I say that out loud. I said, "Man, this guy's really giving everything away." You, Even though he keeps you screaming. hear that you hear his thoughts. Hey, buddy, screw you! <laughs> <laughs> I just had my finger bit off. <laughs> That's great. well. You're lucky. I'm, I'm feeling generous today. And uh, I, I just punch him right between the eyes. Wait, are you, are you knocking him unconscious? That would yeah. knock him unconscious. Is okay, there but anything before else you do that, uh, Schultz says, "Say, friend, does the name Blake mean anything to you?" And he's like, "Oh, no." <laughs> but you hear him say, "Yes, absolutely." How did you know that? Are you uh, some kind of witch? Is, is, he, <laughs> is he is he lying, Schultz? Uh, quite possibly. Oh, quite quite possibly. So we know if you're lying. How many of you are there? Uh, and uh, he says, we're, we, we're everywhere, man. We're everywhere. We got, we got people all over this town. I'm, I'm excited. And you hear his thoughts like, there's maybe a couple dozen of them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, all right, good. Most of them are guarding the compound, and so it's like there's not a whole lot of them. Why do you want to hit the depot? And he goes, Depot? That was what uh, was on the map. Hey, hey, cool it. This guy doesn't know anything. He doesn't? No, he oh. doesn't know anything. I know Link. stuff. And he... <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Which... You don't know anything. Screw you, buddy. Which... And his thoughts are finally like syncing up with what's coming out Schultz of his Schultz naturally goes, I am your worst nightmare. And then he does a double take and looks at... I'm going to look right at... I'm going to look right at... Second worst nightmare. Second worst nightmare. <laughs> I'm going to look at Schultz as I ask this question. Which one is your favorite finger... I need and the guy barfs. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell he's about to pass out anyway. Is there anything else you want to ask this guy? No, I think we've got everything we need. Where's your compound? Actually, no. Uh, I'm going to ask, uh, say, uh, where did you come from? Oh, he, you hear him say the gulch. Which we've heard before. And you hear his thoughts, the gulch. The gulch. That's logged away. And Hogtown. Which we've heard about before. That's like the other mm-hmm. close-by civilized... And he's like, I don't have to tell you anything. You're right. You I absolutely don't. Cash, if you would do uh, the honors. And you, you hear him like start getting woozy as he's speaking and slurring his words. And he like he's obviously lost a lot of blood for a halfling. So... <laughs> would, 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 you do, would you like to do the honors? Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll just punch him right between the Boom. eyes. Instant concussion. And uh, yeah, so he passes out. Um, Henry, are you still attending to people? Yeah, I woke Baska, but I'm like, you are very strong, buddy. Good, good. <laughs> I will, I will you usher. Did such a good job. I did attempt. I will usher you and you and the boys and girl over if everyone is is. Yeah, I go wake up. Present Dag. and accounted for. Like Dag. Yeah, Dag's like Dag. he's he's blinking himself awake. He's like, oh, what a miss. Uh, a lot. We got attacked. It's like, I can see that. I, I witnessed that before I got shot by one of them Blake boys. Oh, you know them? Of course I know them. You D- might want to get this job over and done with. Dag. Quicker the better. Well, we did save the map. Good. Well, sort of. Sort, sort of. of. Well, they didn't get the map. It's the thought that counts, put it that yes. way. Dag, who is Prospero, Blake? He's like, well... That's a long story, but I suppose I could tell it 
next time on D and D. I freaking knew it <laughs> as soon as I asked. Thanks for listening to True Crit with me, Hank Hayden, your smiling DM. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Facebook page or find us on Twitter at True Crit Pod. Tweet at us, leave us messages, throw us a nice review. We love attention. And be sure to join us next week for more truly dramatic, truly outrageous True Crit. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.